The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terrahina. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terrahina, blogger, the Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, one of the host queens from here from Ordinary Television. I'd like to welcome those hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud and those watching on YouTube. Um, we got Ian here back after um, <laughs> um, emer- after an emergency. Um, yeah, man, I was reaction. Yeah, I had a little re- uh, allergic reaction a couple weeks ago, and it kind of uh, put me under for a while. But I got it under control. I hope lots of uh, little white round things have been popping in my mouth as prescribed by my doctor, and so far I'm feeling okay. That's good. But I'm back in the chair. You're back in the chair, which is we got a lot of things to talk <laughs> about over the past few weeks. Um, mm. We've had a new head coach last week at Farmington. We got a new coach at West Bloomfield and a departure at Southfield. Mm. Um, we got to talk about. Um, so, how we handle it? Which one do you want to do first? Let's do the OA roundup first. And okay. Then let's, um, All right. So, actually, uh, no, let's don't do the roundup first. Let's, let's talk do, about these coaches. All right. So, let's do. Uh, breaking, right, news, breaking news. Breaking news. Um, West Bloomfield named Tra- Therese Grice, the new head coach at West Bloomfield, replacing Ron Bellamy. Um, Grice was the defensive coordinator. At West Bloomfield, um, had a previous coaching stint at Detroit Renaissance for taking the um, defensive coordinator job at West Bloomfield. Of course, Bryce, we know for his magnificent defensive um, oh, yeah. gurus at West Bloomfield. Um, he has he has said that the whole staff will be in place. Mm. That was left over from Coach Ron Bellamy's staff. So when you look at this hire, this is a really good hire. Absolutely. It's uh, kind of what we anticipated. Mm-hmm. You got a team at that level. You know, uh, uh, at West Bloomfield and what they've done, and they're building. They're still building on that momentum, and it's, you don't want to rock that boat. No, right? it's a great hire because to go within house. I mean, like you know, when you look at West West Bloomfield's football program, Bellamy built that program based on he did early on. Um, he did rely on a couple transfers mm-hmm. that came in there, but he developed them, um, became homegrown. Um, Develop program strength, which is very important to, oh. a, to a football program. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, and I think this is going to be very, it'd be very interesting. Now, a Trisim with, with them, Grice coming in, I mean, like taking over the head gig, I mean, like, there, I, I don't think, I don't see really any changeover. You know what I mean? When you look at West Bloomfield, I really think that it's going to be the same over there. You know, they're still going to be very good. I mean, yep. they got some key returning players back, led, of course, by Dylan Tatum. Um, they got a new quarterback in Rayquad Nance. I've seen this kid play in JV football, and as a freshman, and we ha- and you've seen this on mm-hmm. uh, we had this on ON TV um, when we did the JV game. Um, this kid is going to be a special player. Yeah, he's really good. Yes, he is. And uh, ha- having that coming in, you know, as a re- you know the quarterback coming in that has the talent. And having that support staff around a young quarterback, mm-hmm. not changing the scheme, not changing anything at all. You just mm-hmm. plug him back in there, and you have veterans around him. Right. Uh, you know, a, a freshman quarterback is a freshman quarterback. He's going to be a sophomore. Or a sophomore, but first-time starter. Right. Right? So you're going to have um, – it's going to be one of those things where he's in the system, but varsity level's different than JV. That is true. Uh, but, like – I was saying, if you have that support staff around him, the veterans around him, you have the scheme that is not changing, familiar faces already. 
he'll find success. I think he's going to. I think that team's going to find success. Of course, there's one player I'm really high on. Um, who had a good year last year. Um, and he's going to be a junior this year. Samaj Morgan. Mm. I mean, I really like how this kid um performs. Um, he had a big touchdown. Um, he had a touchdown pass last year against Belleville in the um regional fi- in the um state semifinal. Um, but I, I really think West this West Bloomfield team. I don't see anything changing with them. I mean, like, I'd be shocked if something does change with them. But to me, you know, nothing's, nothing's going to change. If you have two solid lines, a quality running back, or two, mm-hmm. which we feel they have more than one, yep. that takes the pressure off that first-time starting quarterback, right? Yes, and that quarterback also has running ability, <laughs> too. So let's not forget that. I Correct. Mean, I mean, you look at... The quarterbacks West Bloomfield's had. I mean, when Bellamy's been there, Tristan Jackson, then you've had him at Bryce Beasley, and then you've had him, of course, um, Alex Short. Um, and then um, you know, and then they've had others in that system. I mean, like, but you know, this the quarterbacks at West Bloomfield has been really, really phenomenal. Yeah, it's I mean, and we've seen you're not going anywhere no in the postseason Mm-mm. without solid Quarterback play, right? And uh, in, in, in a nutshell, a well, solid quarterback could be that linchpin that gets you over the top. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, a lot of people are going to say, "Well, they had Donovan Edwards last year. Now he's gone, and you know, you had Dylan Tatum coming in there, taking like going to take his carries." You know, but those guys have played yeah. a lot. I mean, they've had That's games true. where they're blowing people out. Edwards takes the seat. Right. They're handing these guys have played. Right. And not only that, but if you go back to that Clarkson game, West Bloomfield Clarkson game, mm-hmm. who had a big game? You know, besides Edwards. Metna. Right. The running back, yeah. Right. I mean, he. He's a power back. Absolutely. And he was churning those yards. He's, so they're okay. They're okay. <laughs> they got the right guy they're in there. They got hands. the right guy in there. You know, they got they yeah. cut the staff in there. I mean, like. This is a good hire for yeah. at West Bloomfield Electric, Eric Pierce. This is a great hire for West Bloomfield. Uh, basically, just keeping the system in play. Over. Absolutely. Um, I do want to get your thoughts on Farmington's hire. Of course, I talked to Joey last week. Um, um, when you look at the hire, um, Jason Albright was named the new head coach at Farmington. Um, of course, he was the offensive coordinator last year. Played at Farmington under um for John Bechtel. Um, the experience he's got coming back. Um, what is your thoughts on um? On this coaching hire for um, yeah, it's, I, I just heard it right. I wasn't in, so um, that was news to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Former player takes over. Yeah, we've well, we've seen, we've seen that in the past. Mm-hmm. We saw it up at Oxford, right? With 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 um, Zach Line, right? Um, he's but he was in the system. He's not coming in and revamping everything right. head to toe, right? Uh, so it's another one of those familiar face, familiar system. Played at Farmington. Yep. Right. Played, played, there, played there. But he was also on staff, correct? Mm-hmm. He was the offensive coordinator last year for Corey Roach. Right. So it's it's a similar situation to uh, West Bloomfield. You mm-hmm. have familiar face, familiar scheme, you mm-hmm. know, and um, the kids know him, and you hope it just continues on. Uh, you know, are they going to improve? We're going to have to find some improvement. Uh, well, they're going to be in the blue this year. You're going to be in the blue. I mean, like, and I know, and Joey said a really good point to me last week was, you know, you don't, they've got to learn to win. And Farmington last year really struggled learning to win. 
and being in this in the blue division, it will help things for them. Mm-hmm. But when you got some teams down there in that blue, they're going to be really good. Avondale's yeah. a team to watch. Um, Berkeley's a team to watch. I mean, they're going to be very good. Ferndale's another one to watch. I mean, like, I mean, there's real, there's no, there's no cupcakes in that division down <laughs> no. there in the blue. There's really none. No, and look at them. and the coach coming in knows this. Mm-hmm. It's not somebody just off the side, you know, some rando coming mm-hmm. in. It's somebody that's in the system. So right. somebody who's in the system, right? And we've always we've you and I have always advocated if you can do it because if you start from utter scratch, and what would what teams do we usually see have to go outside? It's the teams that have been struggling for right. a long time, for a long time, like the Pontiacs and such, you mm-hmm. know. So it's um, they're always trying to find some sort of solution, and here you hope that it's just a continuation, and then you working on into improvement, especially mm-hmm. if there's a plan in place. Yeah. By the previous co- head well, coach. Well, let's not so. forget, of course, of course, Roche's departure to all the Western. Um, yeah, jumping look, out of the OAA. Yeah, I mean, like you know, it's gonna be. I've seen Saroch, um how, what he's done his off-season conditioning workout. I've seen what he's done. Um, you know, I've got some questions surrounding Wall Lake Western. Um, just some big time questions surrounding them. Um, so it'll be very curious to see what they have. Yeah, it's it's that's a story. I mean, we don't cover a lot of uh, the lakes. Uh, Lake Valley, yeah, <laughs> right. Well, I'm telling but, you, when you look at Lake Valley, South Lion, you got South Lion, Lakeland. Um, South Lion East is a team to watch. Um, I mean, like, I think Wall Lake Western, to be honest with you, middle of the pack in the Lake Valley. Yeah. They're a middle-of-the-pack team. And I know Ken Schmidt, the um, coach at Waterford Kettering, stepped down over there. Just recently? Just recently. So it, it wow. wouldn't surprise me if a guy like Bob Chiesa takes that job. Mm. It wouldn't surprise me. Okay. But that's for another Yeah, it's, uh, the, it's that time of year, right? Mm-hmm. The uh, coaching carousel continues to roll around oh, and yeah. squeak around and around. And uh, we're going to see – we're probably going to see a couple more. Maybe a couple more. You know. Um, we did get one just recently. Yeah, well, here we go. Tim Conley out at South at A&T, confirmed by MI Prep Zone Scott Bernstein. Um, of course, Conley coached at Southfield Public Schools for 16 years. Um, coached, um, of course, he was the head coach when Southfield and Southfield Lates were merged to become Southfield A&T. Yep. Um, he has done magnificent a magnificent job getting kids into colleges. Yes. Um, into D1 colleges, but the results, but the results prove otherwise. Um, have not made the playoffs in about, um, you know, everybody got in the playoffs last year, um, this year, um, but in 2017, 2018, 2019, um, did not make the playoffs. Yeah. So it's one of those instances where, where you're looking at the program going, they should be doing more than they have been. been. I mean, at least it just feels that way. mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe we have higher expectations because we're like, oh man. Yeah. I mean, but I think. I think that's one of the reasons is the results on the field that really did Conley in. He was it was two and four against Clarkston, one and three against Lake Orion. I mean, you know that that in its in its in itself is not going to get the job done. You know mm-hmm. what I mean when you look at the record against those two teams. Now, why I'm not saying West Bloomfield Conley was three and three against them. I mean, like, but um, <laughs> but. But I think really but in the postseason, that's the kind of the measure. To get to the postseason, it's the measuring stick in it, Southfield. Absolutely, A and T in their first year got to the postseason, but then the um the last three years did not make the postseason. Mm-hmm. And then when everybody got in the playoffs, they had that they lost a tough one to Sterling Heights Stevenson. Um, 
in the district semifinal. So when you look at replacements there for Southfield, Fred Fred Blankenship is one of them. Um, used to be at Michigan um, as a teacher in the Southfield School District. Okay. Um, and then there, of course, there's Aaron Marshall, of course, who is uh, who's the offensive coordinator at A&T, but also is Isaiah Marshall's father. So, ah. so those are two interesting names to keep an eye on when you look at the Southfield situation. Um, but when you look at A&T, when you look at I'm going to look at West Bloomfield, perfect example of program strength. Yes. Therese Grice is walking into a beautiful situation. <laughs> Just beautiful. Program strengths. Numbers. You numbers. You got good success, freshman programs, good JV programs. Riding high. Riding high. And who doesn't want to play for a team that are like, just brought the hardware home, uh-huh. right? Everybody wants to play for right. that team. And now you look at Southfield here. They have athletes there, but they didn't have a freshman team this year. Mm. Their JV program's been up and down. Um, program strength is a huge concern there. I mean, it's a difficult job when you look at Southfield A&T. I mean, obviously there's talent there, but, but when you're looking at what Conley did, um, he's done all these accolades off the field, getting kids into colleges and all yes. that. But when which you, is awesome. Which is awesome. But the results, Prove otherwise on the field, and that's the reason why. That's the reason why when you really look at what's happening with Southfield, I mean, like they want to see results now, and that's yeah. something I've been stressing for the last I don't know, like uh, four or five years <laughs> now least, or something. Yes, you know, like it, I mean, the OA Red is a proven results league, and I've said this to you on many times. You know, I remember, I remember the day when. And back in 2019, where Southfield lost um, to Adams before they had to play Bruce, that the teams ahead of them were have produced results. When you look mm-hmm. at West Bloomfield's produced results, like Orange produced results, Oxford, Adams, Clarkston, Stony, um, Stony you know. Creek, you know what I mean? You name it. They've all produced results. I mean, like, you know, and then Southfield here, you know, they, they did not. And it's I, just one of those teams that you're like, we pick every year. Mm-hmm. Right, we pick them to do well, and mm-hmm. uh, it just... I remember one year that <laughs> I remember one year when um when they had Jared um when they had Jared Purcell. I mean, like Jared Purcell really ranked Southfield pretty high. I wasn't buying it. I really was not buying it. You know, because the fact their schedule is difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had to play Clarkson twice. You had to play Lake Orion on the road. You had to play Oxford. You had to play Adams. I mean, you had to play Ruby Rouge to close out the year. I mean. Tough. That's tough for you know, anyone. For anyone. <laughs> I mean, like now, I now I was wrong on the record. I I said two and seven early, but they ended up going four and five. I mean, missed the playoffs, but but still, well, it goes. You know, the records, and that's the and that's the that's the reason and, why and, I did Conley and I. And I don't want to hijack the conversation because, uh, but I'm going to slightly. But that goes back to the whole. Everybody makes the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? We we saw that a team like. Uh, South Philly and T, you, they had a quality team, and if you go four and some against that that lineup, yeah, that's that's great. Give me other teams that are going to have a, uh, a schedule like that. Well, I can name there's you not, one. There's not Oak Park. One right. One, Oak Park. There's, yeah. There's not that many unless you're up in the red. Right. And that's one of those things where we're like, hey, strength of schedule, strength of schedule, and it did not help them to get in. You know, right. I know they're changing. They changed the formula before all the COVID things. So mm-hmm. maybe that's a, it's different. But when you, when everybody gets in, 
just yeah. like we saw. I was skeptical, but then I'm like, I like it. Yeah, because this is... you see Cinderella's like Oak oh. Park, you know what I mean? Who went 0 six to make the playoffs? I mean, like, yes. Well, technically one and five because the Rose fiasco, <laughs> yeah, but that's true. you know, but um, but Oak Park, perfect example of the Cinderella yeah, yeah, team. Warren but... D. South struggled, got the state championship game. I mean, like, yeah, and it's almost like A uh, and T has been on the the back end of that stuff. It just yeah. it, it didn't work out, whatever. I mean, yeah, they got in this year or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's still, it's one of those things where the schedule is so brutal. It is. And what do you do? And yeah. what do you uh, do? You know, so it's, you play who's before you, and they've never complained. Just like anybody in the OA, you, you play who's in front of you. Yep, you play who's in front of you. And, and... Uh, that's and the chips fall where they do, and that's what you get. Yep, and of course, you know, um, do you see Frank and Schiff and, or um, Marshall getting the job at Southfield? Um, I because th- if they go outside the box, that's disaster in the making. I think continuity is key. I mean, mm-hmm. we've talked about it. Um, if you have a, a teacher in house that is capable mm-hmm. and knows football, why not? Why not give him a chance? I know, and um, unless you have an assistant that is up high that has, you know, unless this the the AD and everybody wants to go in a completely different direction and rebuild it all. Um, obviously those are the discussions they're having behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it, for them, especially A&T, it's like familiarity would be good for them. Mm-hmm. Continuity would be good because, I mean, it's not a disaster down there. No. Right. I mean, we've, we've seen other teams that have been just dis- utter disasters mm-hmm. that have turnover every year or every other year. That's true. I don't think that's the case down there. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. Down yeah, yeah, there. yeah. So we'll keep an eye on that. Keep an eye uh, on uh, that. Of course. Um, let's look at basketball. Of course, um, we got a lot of basketball scores. We have the. So I, I don't know if you made mention the delay. The, the MHSA announced a week long delay or yes, week and for, yes, for, for um, spring, spring sports, sports right? Yes. Um, if you guys, if the listeners that uh, listening to this uh, pod today didn't realize that that was announced last week. Yep, that was. Which, announced last which we kind of saw coming because yeah, we kind of saw it coming. Because we had some delays, and here I am holding five pages of results of with games. The winter sports, with right. winter sports, you know, still going <laughs> because on because you know? of the compressed schedules, and mm-hmm. we've heard. But a lot of other things have not changed. You know, like the competitions haven't changed. Um, schedules, schedules haven't changed. You know, so that does help. And the the thing too is. I'll take compre- you know, a, a slight delay in a compressed schedule over nothing, over nothing right? like that's, last year. Right, that's the that's your options. Mm-hmm. That so, is your option. So, so just I, as if you're if you're looking for that uh, lacrosse match or spring soccer and you know that sort of stuff, schedules everything has been delayed. Delayed for a week, you know. Correct. It's moved a week, you know what I mean. So it's it's, it's makes a lot of sense. You know, this was an MHA decision, yeah. um, not a Michigan Department of Health and Human Services no. decision. But it's I called logistics. It's called logistics. <laughs> it's called logistics. Yeah, man. It's, but yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You know what I mean? It really does make sense. And Thanks the, for reminding me about that. I forgot about it. Oh, you didn't announce it last week? Yeah, hey. I announced it last week. Oh, I saw, oh geez. Okay. So. I did not announce it last <laughs> week, so I apologize. I had to throw in that. I go, hey, I broke news for the first time. I know you just <laughs> did. I can't believe it. See, I do my homework kind of. Kind of. <laughs> All right, should we do the roundup? Let's do the roundup. All right, it's a roundup. All right, the OA roundup brought to you by Sammy Taramina and me. 
Yeah. Wouldn't it be great to have a sponsor for the roundup? Yeah, it would be great to have a sponsor. <laughs> Sponsored by Orion Neighborhood yeah, Television. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as we just mentioned, game after game after game. There's games every day. There's triples. There's quads. There's no days off. They were playing on Saturday, playing on Sunday. Yep. So here we are with the roundup here from last week, this 22nd. So uh, some interesting games took place, Sammy, all uh-huh. week long. A lot of things happening. A lot of movement. A lot of movement. A lot of crazy. Craziness. All right, on the boys' side of things, Seahome, Royal Oak. Seahome uh, took care of Royal Oak, I should say, 58-49. Johnny Cross had 18 points. Uh, and uh, Charlie Bocos. Bocos, yeah. At 11. Uh, Michael May, 8 points for BS. And Dylan Hoffman at 16 points. Charlie uh, Grabowski had 12 for Royal Oak. Avondale Berkeley met up. Uh, Avondale got the best of them there. 52 43. That game Sammy. was crazy. It was an 11 point game at the half. 11 point lead for Berkeley at the half. They blew that against Avondale. Um, Avondale came back and won that game. I mean, that was at Berkeley. Yeah. West Bloomfield, Bloomfield Hills uh, had a tilt. They, uh, West Bloomfield went 68 to 55. Took care of them pretty handily. Ryan Hurst had 19. Richard Weaver had 12 for West Bloomfield. Uh, Christian uh, Jordan had 15 for Bloomfield Hills. Adams and Oxford played to a tight one, but Adams uh, squeaked out the win, 53-51. Mulholland had 25 for Oxford. He's still averaging 20 points a game, isn't he? Yeah, he's still averaging around 20 a game, yeah. Any more offense someplace else, Sammy? Yep. All right, Clarkston and Cass Tech uh, met up. Clarkston uh, 49, Cass Tech 25. DePillow 14 and 12. Uh, Austin had 13. Keegan was still at nine points. 12 assists and eight rebounds. Oh, my. He's a stat machine. Yep. All right. So, moving on. Grove 62 over Troy Athens 60 in OT in a yep. tight one. That was a good game. Seaball had 20 points. Justice had 15 for Troy Athens. Ypsilanti Arbor Prep 49-46 over Farmington. Surprise. Uh, a little bit, especially Farmington struggles recently. Tight game there. Southfield Arts and Tech, 52. Waterford Mott, 49. Another tight game. Yeah, well, that was a surprise one for me. You know, didn't expect that one. They got it, though. Okay, moving on to Tuesday, February 23rd. Uh, Lake Orion Dragons take on Wall Lake Western. The Dragons get the best of Western, 53-40. Ritt had 19. Uh, Brennan Jones had 14 for L.O. Uh, Rochester, 79-73 in two overtimes over Pontiac Nordane Prep. Uh, Matt Stone, 27 points. Uh, Luis Bose had 17, and Armin Husani had 13 for Rochester. Good win for Vance Kirkwood. Absolutely. Two OTs, too. That that builds a callus on that team. Makes them tough. Mm-hmm. Madison Heights Bishop Foley takes out Ferndale University, 70-68. to 68. That was a good game, actually. That was a really good game. Tough loss for the Rising Eagles. Absolutely. Wednesday, February 24th. This is real. Uh, this <laughs> first is real. Time, first time you've seen this. Ferndale 51 over Clarkston 43. Second time they beat him. Trayvon Lewis 21 points. Cameron Reed had 10. Jack Kennedy 8 points uh, for Ferndale. Egan was still at 12 points. Zach Austin 11 points for Clarkston. West Bloomfield 68 67 over Oak Park and a squeaker. Yeah, that was a good one too. Buzzer beater. Ryan Hurst 33 points for West Bloomfield. Keon Henderson had 16 for Oak Park. 
North Farmington 77, 26 over Farmington. Ouch. Uh, good first quarter, three quarters, the rest of them were a disaster. <laughs> Deion Haynes, 25 points. Bashir Jihad, 20 points for North Farmington. And that was it? Yeah. I said North Farm. Yeah, okay. That's a lot of points. 77, way to go. Adams, 59, 57 over Bloomfield Hill. Buzzer beater. Was it a buzzer beater? Justin, Justin Mims. Justin Mims, 14 points, including the buzzer beater. Uh, Pre-scoring had 11 points. Uh, John Ursway had uh, eight points for Rochester Adams. Yep. Canfield had 12. Uh, Bramchick had Bramchick. Bramchick and Willis had 11 points for Bloomfield Hills. Buzzer beater. What's the st- story on that one? Adams. Adams is a team to watch. I'm serious. Adams is a team to watch. I, I love. I like that team. All right. Stony Creek 54-40 over A and T. Uh, Trevor Smith, 17 points. Uh, Alex Reeder, 11 points. Zach Jones, 9 points for SC. Jalen Mack had 9 points for A&T. All right, moving on. Still on Wednesday. A lot of games on Wednesday. Troy Athens, 38-37 over Berkeley. Low-scoring affair. Just a, a good one. Justice had 13. Thornton had 11 for Troy Athens. Uh, Walker had 11, and Steinbach had 8 points for Berkeley. Lake Orion, 47-39 over Seaholm. Alden Ritt had 18 points. Uh, Blankney had 9 points for Lake Orion. Ike had 11 points and Cross, 9 for Seaholm. Now, that was an interesting game. A lot of turnovers in that, that affair. Was, I saw that game. It was an ugly game. It was a really ugly game. Um, I thought that um, Lake Orion just, well, they had enough. I mean, like, Xander Blackney had a big game there. Yeah. I mean, like, but he's going to need to be more consistent. Yeah, we're gonna. Who are the scores? I mean, it just kind of rotates around there for the Dragons. Mm-hmm. You never know what's going to happen. All right, uh, moving on. Pontiac uh, 54-38 over Ferndale University. Nice mm-hmm. win for the Phoenix. Yeah, they're off to a good start. Avondale 39-38 over Royal Oak. Neal had 21 points for uh, Avondale. Mm-hmm. So low-scoring affair there. Defensive slugfest. Rockload of games on the 26th, which is a Friday. Last Friday, Oak Park 55, Clarkston 37 in a mini slump. That was a shocker. Miller had 17 points. Henderson and, I should say, Ashton uh, Henderson and Keon Henderson had 12 points each for Oak Park. Ferndale 60, 55 over North Farmington. Uh, Drake had 24. Nicely done. Kennedy had 11 and 11 rebounds. Travion, uh, Travion Lewis had 10 points for Ferndale. Bashir Jihad, 21 and 12, double-double. Deion Hayes, 15 points and 10 for North Farmington, another double-double. Mm-hmm. West Bloomfield, 69-43 over Farmington. Mitchell Say had 18. Richard Weaver had 9 points for West Bloomfield. Stony Creek, another close one, 63-62 over Groves. Trevor Smith, 25 points, including the game-winning free throws. Alex Rader, 16 points for SC. Aaron Dubois, or yep. Dubose, Dubois? Dubose. 21, Dubose, 21 points. Daniel Lee, 20 points. Nick Lutz, 10 for BG. Bloomfield Hills, 42-37 over A&T. Ben Canty and Derek Lee had nine points each for Bloomfield Hills. Pontiac wins again, 52-42 over Royal Oak. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rochester, 74-57 over Ferndale University. Matt Stone had 22. Williams had 14 for Rochester. Seaholm 52, 35 over Avondale. Cross. Any other team I can't figure out. <laughs> Up and down and sideways. Mm-hmm. 
Johnny Cross, 18. Uh, Charlie uh, Bocos, 11 for Seaholm. Uh, Berkeley, 51. 50 in OT over Oxford. Uh, Arshad Walker at 17 points. Logan Thomas, 16. Joey McNamara, 11 points for Berkeley. Sean Mahalan, uh, Mason Mahalan had 19 for Oxford. Lake Orion, 41-43 over Troy Athens. 41-34, man. 34, sorry. 41-34. Alan Ritt, or Alden Ritt, 22 points. Uh, Jones, 10 for Lake Orion. Michael Justice, 15 for Troy Athens. Thoughts on that game? Yeah. I mean, big win for the Dragons. Absolutely. Tied for the blue right now. Saturday, February 27th. Games continue. Oxford, 55 over Brandon, 41. Alec Brown, 15 points for Oxford. Waterford Kettering, 52-45 over Rochester. Surprise. Matt Stone, 10 points for Rochester. Benny Crenshaw, 23 in that game for Kettering. Mm. My goodness. Troy, 66-63 in three overtimes against Adams. What a game. Brody Parker, 28. Uh, Ahmad Hodge, 12 points for Troy. For, yeah, I can't. I, Adams came back from 13 down in that game. Wow. Overtime. 13 down. But three OTs, that's mm-hmm. rare. You don't usually see three OTs. If people get to the line or foul trouble, that's a that's a crazy yeah. game. All right, Sunday, February 28th. Moving on. Had a, had one game on Sunday. Uh, yep. Stony Creek 65-47 over Troy. Trevor Smith had 18. Lance uh, Fogelberg, 14 points. Alex Ryder had 10 points for SC. Brody Parker, 21 points for Troy. And you're shaking your head, Sam. They're tied for the lead in the white. White's the mess. It's it's all well. You kind of we said that was going to be the case, right? You got the three teams that could be beating each other up. Yes, absolutely. All right, on the girls' side of things, truckload of games. Monday, February 22nd, Lake Orion 45-17 over Kettering. Maddie uh, Ebert, 15 points. Cindy Maddox, 11 points for Lake Orion. Troy Athens, 47-40 over Oak Park. Uh, How do you say that? Becca Dahlia, 14 points. Jillian Siak, 10 points. Uh, Sierra Scholes, 8 points for TA. Uh, Tamara Todd, 20 points for Oak Park. Tuesday, February 23rd, tons of games. Clarkston, 50 uh, 50-40 over Royal Oak. Uh, Detroit Edison, 62-53 over West Bloomfield. That was a good game. Hendricks had 16. Davis had 13. Logan Lewis had 12 points for West Bloomfield. A lot of balance in that game. Stony Creek, 35. Adams, 33 in a tight one. Lily uh, Bosley, game-winning layup. Sydney LaPrairie. Uh, and Mia Carson at 10 points each for Stony Creek. Ann Arbor, uh, Gabriel Shard, 37-29 over Bloomfield Hills. 29. Troy, 60-48 over North Farmington. Uh, Laura Gumma, 27 points for Troy. Sella Leffler, 19 points. Heaven Rogers, 11 points for North Farmington. 60 points is a lot of points. It is. That's a crazy offensive team you got uh, that they got over at Troy. Just wait till watch Saturday, please. Okay, Berkeley forty six thirty seven over Troy Athens. Riley Sandman, uh, Sanum, twenty points. Uh, Loon had eighteen for Berkeley. Uh, Siak had thirteen points. Shoals eleven for Troy Athens. Lake Orion forty one over uh, Rochester thirty six forty one thirty six in a close one. Uh, Maddie Ebert again leading the Dragon, 16 points. Kylie Heck, 15 points for Lake Orion. Rangerian had 17 points. And Lorenzo, 11 for Rochester. 
Oxford 62, offensive explosion to 37 over Avondale. Mackenzie Metner, 15 points. Emma Morris, 12 points. Miranda Winenko, Winenko, 11 points for Oxford. uh, And Savannah Schmidt, 13 points for Avondale. Seaholm, 52-24 over Ferndale University. That is a good old uh, uh, (laughs) beatdown. Sullivan, 11 points. Uh, Liebler, 8 points for uh, Seaholm. Wednesday, February 24th, Clarkston 69-30 over Seaholm. The offense continues the rolls for the drag or for the uh, Wolves. Why did Seaholm play this? Hey, it's on the schedule, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Wiseman, eight points for uh, Birmingham Seaholm. Mm-hmm. Groves 71-48 over Southfield A&T. Uh, Otis 23 points. Uh, Sanders 20 points. Destiny McCurdy had 12, and Caitlin Quinn had 11 for Groves. 71, another offensive output. Very nice. Thursday, February 25th. This, again, this is the, the ladies in action. Yep. West Bloomfield, 76. Groves, 51. Logan Lewis and India Davis had 13 points each. Nice bounce scoring. Hendricks had 11. And Batiste, uh, Batiste? Yeah. I hope it's 10 points for West Bloomfield. Uh Nevada Otis had 19 points. Uh, Caitlin Quinn and Caitlin Sanders, 10 points each for Groves. Arxton, 74 over Arxton Tech, 50. Tolmy had 13. Hadley, uh, Hadley, Caitlin Cool, and Madison Skripursky had 12 points each for Clarkson. Wow, that is balanced scoring. Southfield's deep can't defend anybody. Yeah, but Clarkson can fill it up, it That's looks true. like. Royal Oak, 43-31 over North Farmington. Sarah Sogahan had 15 for Royal Oak. Sela Leffler had 10 points for North Farmington. Troy, 39-36 and a tight one over Stony Creek. Pendazeter had 14 Zider. points. Zider had 14 points. Charlotte Skaboda Spotka had 13 points. Laura Gumma had 12 points for Troy. Mia Carson had 13. And LaPrairie had 9 for SC. So they go from scoring a truckload to 39. Is that what you're getting at? Uh, just wait till Saturday. <laughs> Uh-oh, still. Adams, 52-40 over Bloomfield Hills. Peters Mark had 17. Kessman had 10. Um, let's see. Amelia Johnston had 18 points for Bloomfield Hills. Troy, 42-38 over Athens. Uh, Methner had 14. Morris had 12 for Oxford. Skylar Emerson, 12 points. Shira Scholes uh, had 11 for Troy Athens. Lake Orion, 54-30 over Avondale. Kylie Heck and Megan Marshall, 13 points each for Lake Orion. And Lawrence had 15 for Avondale. Farmington, 35-22 over Oak Park. Autumn Bartley, 8 points for Farmington. On to Friday, February 26th, Ferndale University against Melvindale. Did that take place? That did take place. I didn't get a score. No score? Okay. So Oxford, uh, 47-27 over Romeo. Uh, Richter had 10 points. Morris had 8 points for Oxford. Berkeley 52-42 over Farmington. Ray Sanum, 18 points. Loon had 13. Uh, Withrow had 10 points for Berkeley. Macomb, Dakota, 44-43 over Seaholm in a tight one. Shea McMaster, 15 points. And Ann, uh, Annie uh, Bugrin, mm-hmm. uh, 9 points for Seaholm. Royal Oak, 48-35 over Royal Oak Shrine. Sarah Sorhan, 17 points. And Kira Vance, 
11 points for Royal Oak. But she'd be that Robin. Could Kira Vance be that Robin? Absolutely. Okay, Saturday, the February 27th, winding down the girls here. Had an extra page. Good. Last page. A lot of updates. Farmington Hills Mercy, 75 over A&T's 63. Like, it's can't defend anybody. Can't. A lot of points given up there. Willis, uh, Keanu Willis, uh, 28 points as no surprise there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Austin, 14 points for A&T. Berkeley, 39-36 in a tight one over Troy. Ashley Loon, 23 points for Berkeley. And Belleville, 56-44 over Groves. My word, I am out of breath. That is the OAA Roundup. Get a lot of things, you know, a lot oh, of my. things. That's a lot of games. And we are we know this. We know this. Right? Lots of games and compressed schedules. And we if you're um if you're <laughs> South if you're Coach Sharia Coltrane, coaching Southfield's girls basketball team, the first thing you need to stress is defense because they're scoring enough. There's the five of the last six games. Southfield Arts and Tech has allowed 70 points in five of the six games. That's bad. Yeah, that's a lot that's of points. That's a lot of points. Yeah. And I mean, they're scoring it up, but they're giving up a lot. I mean, like, it looks like to me down there, defense is optional down there. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, you know, the stats prove uh, it. Yeah, it, it kind of feels like that. I mean, mm-hmm. th- that's, a lot, that's, that's a lot of points in a high school game. Yeah. To give up. Yeah. I mean, like, Lots. and then you look at, and then you look at Troy. I mean, Troy this week, I mean, like they knocked out North Farmington and then they had to survive Stony Creek, but the game against Berkeley was yeah. a mind boggle. They were up two at halftime. And so they that's lo- their third game of the week. Yeah. It's their third game of the week. And they low and they lose that one by three points. Now what helps Troy is that that doesn't help. What helps Troy is that it's not a league game. Yeah. But what kills them is I am worried. I am absolutely terrified of this team because mentally, because they need that balance to be successful. You know, they can't rely just on Kendall Zyder to save them. You got to have Charlotte Tobacco, Alyssa Mantuza. You got to have Lauren Gumma. They have to be balanced. If you're Coach Julius Porter, you have to be balanced considering you still have to go to Stony Creek. You still got to play Clarkston. I mean, I mean, but like, also look at their defensive mm-hmm. stoppage, right? Yeah, their defense has been the, pretty the, good. Pretty good. Their defense has been pretty good, but offensively, you know what I mean. That's where they got. If I'm Coach Julius Porter, you know, you gotta you gotta figure that something out offensively. You gotta get that balance. Let's. I'm gonna take the uh, semi truck, the OAA uh, caravan, and pump the brakes slightly on that. The this goes back to the schedule. Mm-hmm. Third game, Sunday game. That's for Troy boys. Wasn't this a third game for the Troy girls? Yes, third game for the Troy girls, yes. Right? Same thing, mm-hmm. right? We were getting lots of games, lots right. of games. That last game in the week. Mm-hmm. Fatigue? Maybe. You think? Maybe. But I, I know there was a lot more fatigue on the Troy boys' side because considering that they just got off COVID protocol, ah. and then... They've had to play. They had to play. Um, they've had to play um, seven periods, including triple overtime, and then of course you played the four quarters against Stony Creek. Yeah. So they played in the last two days, eleven quarters in two days, 
and they still had to play five games in eight days. Yes. That's insane. Right. I mean, this goes to what we were talking about, these compressed schedules. Mm -hmm. You got them. It's, and I didn't realize they were coming off protocol. So they weren't, they didn't have those games. They they slowed down for, what, 10 days or Mm -hmm. whatever, right? Yeah. And you're coming off of that 10 days. And, of course, I'm sure coaches got them running. They're playing game game speed and all that stuff in practice as best you can. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is when you start having those those games compressed and things, and like I did, I didn't even put together the OT. So that's mm-hmm. a lot of extra basketball to be playing. Mm-hmm. So, so you kind of want to give Troy a pass on what happened to them on Sunday. Now, when you look at the white and the boys side of things, that is a mess because <laughs> now you have Troy, Stony Creek, Groves, Adams, and Bloomfield Hills are still your dangerous teams there, and then Southfield right now, I can't figure them out. Um, the way that they've been playing. Um, on the guy's side. On the guy's side. The blue is a mess also in the guy's side as well. I mean, Troy, Athens, Lake Orion are tied. Uh, Berkeley's a game back. Um, Berkeley, Lake Orion play this week on Tuesday, which is going to be really interesting um, down at Berkeley. Um, if you're If you're Lake Orion right now, you just won three games this week. You knocked off Wall Lake Western, knocked off Seaholm, knocked off Troy Athens. You have a consistent score in Alden Ritz. Mm-hmm. You now, if you're Coach Joe Schroeder, it's somebody else has to step up. You know, Brendan Jones has had has had games where he stepped up. Um, Xander Blackley has had games that that um he stepped up. Um, so when you look at the Dragons, where do you see them at right? It's it's one of those mysteries <laughs> with this team. Like you said, who is the third and fourth mm-hmm. score? Or even the second and third score? Mm-hmm. It seems like they're trading off who's going to be the number two and three. Mm-hmm. The one thing they've got going for them, at least from watching some of the games, is the defense seems solid. Mm-hmm. They have height. Um, they seem to make free throws, right? You know, some of the – some. Th- the little intangible bits that that, uh, could cause other people issues. So if you go to the line, you know they're pretty solid at Mm -hmm. the line. But, yeah, who is the number two scorer on that team and third scorer? Mm -hmm. Because you're you're right. I'm reading different names, it seems, for each game. You know, uh, Jones had 14 against uh, uh, Lake Western, right? But who who, is that going to be consistent? He had 10 against um, Troy Athens, which was huge in that game. He had 10 points. It almost feels like he's number he's two now. He's probably number two now when you look at it. And so then, they're going to, hey, we need 10, 10 from you, mm-hmm. minimum. Yeah. If Lake Orion's in a really interesting spot, considering you have Troy Athens, you know, who's coming off a overtime loss to Groves. They had to survive Berkeley by a point and then losing by um, losing to Lake Orion. Um, that game was actually not as close as people thought, mm, you know, okay. because, um, but, um, but when you look at the blue, you know what I mean? Oxford's still a dangerous team in that division. Um, Seaholm's still a dangerous team in that division, you know. So when you look at still wide open, would you say? It's still wide open when you look at the blue uh, in that um I want to go to the red here. Is Ferndale in your mind the best team in the red division? With what they did to North Farmington, um they've had um Travion Lewis, Kenya, I mean like um Jason Drake had They're starting to feel like they're it. Starting to feel like it. Right? And I guess the next, <laughs> I say the next three games, 
instead of saying the next, I said the next week <laughs> or the next four games, uh, it's good. We're gonna know. Burnell's got a big one Saturday at Orchard Lake St. Mary's. And wow, St. Mary's did not look good against Birmingham Burla Rice. I mean, they okay. had they had to survive on a Julian Roper three point out of league. Uh, well, they, right, obviously, right, but if we're league. talking red, but mm-hmm. if you're going to play them, and if they take them down, then you got to talk. Then Ferndale. you're going to say Ferndale. They are they're legit. They're, legit. they're here, mm-hmm. and um, and their only loss business. was in trouble overtime to Flint Beecher. That was their only loss. I mean. And it's Jason Drake's homecoming to St. Mary's. He transferred to St. Mary's. Oh. No, to Ferndale. To, from, yeah. Yeah, he transferred to Ferndale. Yeah, it's so. starting to look like it. And if you're looking at the uh, the, red, the, the offensive Army output team. for them, mm-hmm. solid. They yeah. got multiple scores. They found up some bigs in Jack Kennedy. Yep. Um, they found them. Um, defense seems to be defense solid. Defense seems to be okay. Um, North Farmington, I think, is fine. I really... Uh, yeah, they got to go to Ferndale now and try to get a W there. But, you know, but if there's a team that's division titles, hopes are shot right now, it's Farmington. They've lost two straight. Well, can I you, mean, the injury well, to Keegan was still is huge. Has that been reported? Um, that, I mean, I, got, I it has not been reported, but been almost close to confirm. I've been getting texts from Scott Bernstein. Um, that an, an ankle injury. It's an ankle injury. Right. And so. if it's a broken ankle, He's done for the year. Yeah. So when you look at that is that would be just mind boggling for Clark's. Yeah, they have nobody to swap out for that player. No, they have nobody to swap out He's for. He's too I mean, good. I mean, could it could an Isaiah Harris be a possibility? But still, I, I mean, mean still. look at the production mm-hmm. from a silly I mean, he was points, he was assists, he was rebounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, we you know, the stats I was reading here were just Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, like he's done that off on the small forward spot. Yep. Play point. Now it's going to put a lot more pressure on guys like Luke Scherler, Mike DePillo. Um, that's going to put a lot more pressure on them. Um, and Clarkson, they're, and they're not going to they're not going to outscore people. No, the, the, you have to get what you can get, but mm-hmm. that defense is now has to step up, right? If and really do a good job because you just lost twenty some points lost, a game. Yeah, just yeah, and that's and that's a huge <laughs> loss. You know, when you look at Clarkson side of things. I mean, now you got West Bloomfield. You still got to play, mm. and then we know about they've won three straight after an zero and five start. Yeah. Um, and then Oak Park. You know, both Henderson brothers are starting to get it. Along Boana Miller, um, he had a big game against Clarkson with seventeen. Um, Farmington's been in the doghouse a little bit. They've really struggled. Um, Prince Jackson, um, Robert Davis, um. It's going to be very difficult for Coach, for Coach Terrence Porter and Farmington to figure out what their identity is. Um, and then let's go from the red to the gold division. Um, Pontiac right now is still the cream of the crop. Of the looking blue. good. Yeah, they're looking good, but they I, they haven't been tested yet. I, I just don't. I rank the 15. Win the games that are on your schedule. I rank Pontiac 15 because they haven't been tested yet. Whereas you look at a team like Rochester, who's been tested, had that win against Notre Dame prep and double overtime. Had a real bad loss to Waterford Kettering. Um, you know, ben, let Benny Crenshaw score 23. You can't let that happen. Mm. Uh, but the team that I, I don't understand is <laughs> Avondale. I can't understand this team. Here's why I can't understand this team. You knock off Berkeley after Berkeley blew an 11-point lead. Um, and then you beat Royal Oak. You know, that's a huge By one. Win. And then you play Seaholm, who is limping, who is limping after just getting 
losing to Lake Orion, and then they I mean, you have them on your home floor, and yet you lose by seventeen to them. Yeah, fifty. I don't know fifty-two thirty-five. I don't know what Avondale's identity is this year. I don't know what that team's identity is. The problem I have with Avondale is you think they look good. They look really, really good. You know, you think okay, they're turning the corner, and then they have this with you. You let Johnny Cross score eighteen. The Charlie Buckle score eleven. I mean, Avondale is more athletic than Seaholm, but I guess Seaholm just outskied them. That's that's pretty much all I can describe. I mean, to- I don't understand Avondale at all. I can't understand <laughs> this team at all. Well, it seems in that game they couldn't get anything going. No. You know, I mean, um, and sometimes you can see in the high school game, like the first quarter, if a team is really clicking early mm-hmm. and you get a nice lead early, sometimes it, it just kind of gets yeah. between your ears and yeah. you're like, uh oh. And then on the girls' side, we talked Troy earlier. Um, I still think Stony Creek is the best team in that division, even though over Troy, I still think that. I think they're more consistent, Stony Creek is. The Red, West Bloomfield, we know about them. Um, Clarkston, we know about them. Uh, they're doing what we thought they would do. Clarkston? Yeah. 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 They're, I mean, they're scoring a ton. I, Defense, they're doing well. Mm-hmm. And when you look at Clarkston, they don't have just one true player that can beat them. They just don't. And I think when you look at the Wolves, I mean, like, they have at least at, they have 12 girls that can beat you, but at yeah. least I know at least seven of them can beat you on a day and night out. So Yeah, the depth is ridiculous. The depth over there is ridiculous over there, Clarkson. And, and it's just not just Manny Sikorsky. You still got Kira Tomey, Izzy Hadley, Caitlin Call. I mean, Clarkson's very scary. Yeah. Um, Groves, you know, young group, young group, took on a good Belbo team, really impressed with them. Like what Coach Antoine Simpkins is doing over there, um, I think Groves to me is a team that there a lot of those kids on that team at Groves are young, very very young. So when you look at Groves, they're they're a team to watch in the future. So we are now what three weeks into the season? Three weeks in the season, three and, more weeks to go in the regular season, and that's gonna fly by, dude. Oh, so man. two after this week left. Then we have district. Yep. So if we're looking at regular season stuff, you know, uh, conf- you conference fun- crowns and divisional crowns and that sort of thing, has the cream of the crop have, have has, has the cream kind of settled? Do we know who? On the girls' side, West Bloomfield, I think, is going to likely win the division. Um, no offense to Clarkston, um, Royal Oak or Groves, but I just think West Bloomfield win the red. Um, I be I think Clarkston can give West Bloomfield problems, but. I just think at the end of the day, West even with their depth, do you think even that, with their depth, West Bloomfield's better? Even with their depth, West Bloomfield's better. No offense to Clarkson, but West <laughs> Bloomfield's better. Um, the white division is going to probably come down to Stony Creek and Troy. Um, I just don't think Adams has enough. I mean, like, I don't think Adams has enough. The blue, I think it's going to come down to Lake Orion and Oxford. I really think it's going to come down to those two teams. Um, both teams got trap games. Um, we're filming yes. on Monday. Both teams got trap games um, this evening, of course, Lake Orion has um, Troy Athens, and um, Oxford has to go to Berkeley. Of course, um, Berkeley, when they played Oxford, blew an 11-point lead mm. against Oxford at Oxford. And then the gold division, I still think Farmington is the um, cream of the crop in that division, um, despite, um, despite them um, losing the other night to um, Berkeley. So when you really look at those are the girls' side of things. On the boys' side of things, of Anything course. Anything moving around? 
I could see Berkeley maybe making some moves up, okay. but I just think right now in that blue division, I still think it's Ox- Lake Orion and Oxford are the two cream of the crop. Because we're division. like right at the halfway point, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is halfway. Yep, and Rochester is another one to keep an eye on, um, even though they're in COVID protocol right now. Um Mm. But they're another team to That's watch. That's tough at this point. Yeah, but they don't come back till March sixth. Um, okay, next week. Yep. So they'll be they'll be okay. I think Rochester will be all right. Um, Any other pro- teams uh, stumble with the protocol? Um, the teams I knew were Troy boys. It was just came back. Rochester girls are, are were in protocol. They're back. They're they're going to be back soon. Okay. Um, those are the two teams I know that are in protocol right now. Okay. Um, on the boys side of things, um. Ferndale right now, cream of the crop. North Farmington's right there. Clarkston's divisional reign of divisional reign in the red <laughs> is basically basically done. Yeah. Um, West Bloomfield, Oak Park are going to be our spoilers. Farmington. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> white. It's going to be um the white's going to oh. be the white's going to be um going to come down to Troy Stony Creek. Watch out for Adams Groves and Bloomfield Hills, especially Adams. I like what Adams has done. Um, if there's a more impactful freshman than Brady Prescorn, give me a call. Yeah. I mean, Brady Prescorn is my most impactful freshman of the year. That I'm being flat out honest. That kid can do wonders. The blue is going to come down to Lake Orion, Troy Athens, Berkeley, and the gold got Pontiac and Rochester. You know, so those are my inputs on the um, division. At, the, at right the halfway now. mark, at the halfway right? Halfway mark right now. And yeah, with the way game. these games are scheduled, like by next week, they could be who knows, you mm-hmm. know. Um, it seems a lot it, of good games this week, a lot of good games. Um, and you know, we're at uh, what 54 right now. Yeah, I, I just want to say, uh, kudos to the parents, mm-hmm. to the ADs, to the players, to the coaches. Mm-hmm. So far, we've seen not many. COVID issues. Not many COVID issues. Right. Which and is a lot of it's precaution. Right. So we haven't seen illness being spread. It's just like a positive test. Like a 14 day or a 10 day. I, Troy, I know, was in there for 14. Rochester, right now, their girls are in there for only 10. Okay. And because we saw other teams like uh, Huron Davidson. and uh, Skyline and Ypsilanti, they are playing each other and they knocked each other out for. <laughs> You know, ten days with a uh, with a co- ache, one COVID positive, no illness, but tested positive, right? So, Davison and Grand Blank, I know, are in COVID are protocol they? Okay. right now. Both those boys teams are in are in COVID protocol right now. But what we're finding is like you're having isolated sets. It's uh, mm-hmm. as far as like Skyline and Huron and uh, Ypsilanti. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw they were playing each other. That's the only one I know of that really kind of they were. In contact with each other, right, and, then, and, and the it knocked Davis, other people the two out. At Davison and Grand Blank, of course, the um, Davison case was they played Grand Blank recently, and okay. that was a precautionary what Davison's doing. Right. So, but it's sticking to just it's not mm-hmm. going. Oh, hey, all week we play all these different teams, and it's knocking every. You know, it's like like a bowling, mm-hmm. you know, rolling a strike here. Not ten teams are getting knocked out with a single roll. Right. And, you Which know, is good. You know, we were concerned with that sort of thing. Yeah, and and you know, and I think everybody's being more precautious. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and I think it's important. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Especially when we get into the so, something that uh, we should bring up to is we're about fifty-five and a half. Is um, some schools are going back with full attendance. Yes, that's coming. I so, think that's risky. 
I think so as well, especially at the larger schools. Uh, smaller schools could probably get away with it. You spread kids around, but you know, like- I think that's very risky because, and I'm not being mean here. Um, you know, and I'm I'm saying like you know to go full to full in person learning. Um, right now, you know, you're. If if it was me, if I was a superintendent, I would basically just you know what say the hybrid model. Um, I would say the hybrid model. I know parents would not like that, but but each community, each community tolerance for this is completely, completely different. different. Each community like this is completely different. Yeah, and um, and my concern is that when you get everybody back together, obviously the chance for this goes, sort of thing goes, goes up, and all you need is one mm-hmm. and a player to be in that situation, and your team's in and the whole team's up. Mm-hmm. But so, we'll see what happens. We'll keep our fingers, keep crossed, our fingers crossed. And you know, um, yeah. spring sports coming up soon as well. Um, yeah, hey, especially with a couple fifty degree days this week, it's, oh, yeah. it's feeling I mean, go fantastic. Go out there and enjoy it. You know I mean? Go out there and enjoy it. Um, what games are you looking forward to this week, Ian? Oh, I have not seen the schedule. Like I said, I've been kind of yeah under the weather, so I'm I'm just kind of back now. So I will I'll, post, I'll take your lead. I will post <laughs> all that. I will post all the top games this week on the ONTB blog as well. Um, also the um. Also post the um my thoughts of we after week three. I'll post that on there as well at the ONTV blog as well. All that's on my blog at Sammy Semicolon I will post that all immediately. Hey, I'd like to uh you know, wrestling's going on. Um Oxford seems to be doing very well. Uh no surprise Oxford, there. Yeah, Clarkston's there. Um But I'd I'd like to I'm I'm gonna uh just take this time to congratulate my nephew. Okay. He's down in Nashville. He took uh, fifth place at States in the 152. Nice. And uh, was wrestling for third, but got pinned. So anyway, he, he was fifth place. So it, you can do this safely. safely. They've been doing down in Tennessee for quite a while, all mm-hmm. season. They just wrapped it up, like I just mentioned. It can be done safely. Mm-hmm. So um, that is encouraging. My thumbs, two thumbs up to uh, keep it up. Keep, it, just keep, keep it safe. It looks like everything's being done safely, which has been a good thing. You yes, know what I mean? So absolutely. See what happens going forward. Um, Keep safe, everybody. And remember, I'll mask up. Mask up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Think of your brother and sister sitting outside uh, by you, going to the store. Wash those hands. Keep safe. Yep. Get that vaccine if you can, man. Yep. I'm trying. <laughs> yep. All right, everybody. I'm signing off here. I'm take care, everybody. See you all next week, everybody. See you, Sam. And now is produced by Sammy Timreen, and the views on this show are his and mine alone. ONTV is opening its doors again to classes, so give us a call at 248-393-1060. If you like to make a podcast or a TV show in our studio, we're trying to do one-on-one, trying to get uh, more bodies in the studio here. So if you're interested in uh, getting your own show, give us a call at 248-393-1060. That's it for OA, and we'll see you next week. See ya! See ya!